Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. You soon find a little sign that seems to be the name of the town, Underfoot. Welcome to the hearth and home away from home. Could you point us, please, in the direction of the Green Spire? West on the main road, then turn north. We'll set out on our merry way. Tokus, as you close your eyes and begin to drift off to sleep, you find yourself engulfed in billowing fog. A black-robed figure extends its shadowy arm towards you. You burst away. The cold is in my head! Maybe Mernie knows how to cleanse you of the crystal more fully than Isric did. Your path leads you across a small bridge, marks the border of Asherfeld. You sense traces of raw magic all around you. Finally, the green spire rises in front of you. As though, you spot a scrap of parchment hanging from a tree. On it, you find a written note. T, you're at the general store. I'm at the guardhouse. M. Is the Green Spire the general store and we have to find the guardhouse? Hmm. Is this some kind of secret code, Tokus? Ah. Uh, by stop, you meant period, right? Yes. Okay. So it says T, comma, that's the greeting. You're at the general store. I'm at the guardhouse. Signed, M. Just with a dash, M. Yes. It would appear to be a riddle of some sort. Yeah. Hmm. He always liked riddles. Did he? Yeah, he was into riddles. And I had a hard time solving his riddles. Oh, that's rather inconvenient. <laughs> All right. Perhaps we should solve this one before we move on. I'll try to solve the riddle with uh, my D20. With, a, with an intelligence check? <laughs> oh, come on. Perhaps we should just knock on the door. Yeah, I don't think that's going to work. Try to think of something. You haven't spent a whole lot of time thinking about it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay, okay, so... You're at the general store. I'm at yeah. the guard house. Let's try to solve this. Yeah. Well, he didn't use our full names. That could be significant. Hmm. He left off Ocus and Ernie. Uh, let's see. If it's the first letter of each thing, that would spell Tiatkas Iatkum. Is that, is that like <laughs> something in another language, perhaps? Hmm, could be. I don't know many other languages. <laughs> so it's very astute to have observed that T and M could be Tokus and Mernie. But what if they're not? What else would they be? And and the DM even told me that I recognize the handwriting. Oh, you do recognize the handwriting. I thought you said you don't. Don't I? Did, I thought you said I... Yes. You know that it is Mernie's handwriting. It's, oh, yeah, it's, okay. it's the, from the pen of my ex... Old, well, not ex, but he's not dead, so he's not my your ex. former master. Yeah, thank you. Former. Well, no, he's still a master to me. No, your former master. Yeah, but... Your former confidant. Yeah, but we, we never stopped being... Student and sensei. Mm, but there was that whole restraining order, and I don't know about that, Tokus. I think that's just wishful thinking on your part. Well, I never disowned him, even though he disowned me. Well, it, okay, so it's from <laughs> Murray, who does not bear a title. Maybe we have to read it backwards. House guard the at I'm, store general the at your. No? No, that does not make any sense. <laughs> um, well, what is the general store and what is the guardhouse? The general store is where you buy things, and the guardhouse is where you protect things. G-S-G-H. The general store. But there's only one green spire, right? It is the green spire, after all. Yes. Comma. If you want to make intelligence checks, I can potentially start giving out some hints. All right. That is a really bad intelligence check, I guess. <laughs> I got a 14. Is this like investigation? It's just intelligence. Okay, well then... <laughs> 
I get an eight. Uh, nine. No, ten. That sounds like I'm the intelligentist, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we just go knock on the door, and if one of us gets vaporized, so be it. Could you have Stripey go <laughs> knock on the knocker? Shaba, your intuition is telling you that this isn't so much meant to be a riddle as just... he He's in a location that he doesn't want people to know about. He doesn't. He doesn't want his whereabouts to be widely known. So he's giving us a clue to find him once we get inside. Maybe you think that since it's directed at Tokus specifically, it's possibly something that only he would know. Hmm. Mm. Go read your backstory again, Tokus. <laughs> yeah. Are there any general stores or guardhouses in your backstory? It's not taken from the backstory. Mm, not that I'm aware of. Huh. But that begs the question, maybe the general store is the main landing of the Spire. I mean, the Spire's huge, so I imagine maybe it's going to be a really important hint for once we're inside. I I kept thinking that this was maybe perhaps a riddle to help us get inside the Spire, when in reality, maybe it's just, where is he in the Spire? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, let's let's go knock on the door then. Well, no, no, no. If he's if he's saying we're at the general store, this is the general store outside the spire, right? The, like a where at, you know, like like those maps that have like a you are here, uh-huh. yeah, in the mall. Well, you're pretty close to the spire. You're like ten feet away off the path. So this is the general store. Can I inspect the tree? Sure. Um, give me an investigation. Okay. I want and the surroundings of this note because it might actually be literally referring to. Where we found the note. Oh, I, I rolled a, uh, a 19. Percept or invest? Investigation. Oh, well then that is even better. That is a 24. Uh, 14. Uh, 20. Sorry, sorry, 25. Yeah, you search around the area, try to find anything unusual, and from what you can tell, this tree is just like any other. Your suspicion is that it was probably picked because it's a little bit harder to see from the main path, so perhaps he was hiding the note from whoever was just walking by. You think the general store probably is referring to the tower or this general location. And the guardhouse is referring to, of course, wherever he is. He's not here. So he's not in the spire. He left me a note because he didn't want me to go in and not find him here. Guys, it wasn't enough for us just to get to the green spire. He's not here anymore. But he told me to come find him at the green spire, but he's not here. What did he say to you in the vision? He said, come and find me at the Green Spire. But instead, all we've done is find a note from him. We should take the note with us so somebody else doesn't find it. It was clearly for us. It was for me. I mean, I assumed we had grabbed the note anyway. We were taking it with us. So, if we're at the general store and he's at the guardhouse... We don't know anything about the region other than the Green Spire. Do we still feel the power of raw magic around us? Yes, and actually, there's a different sort of magic in the air here that's even stronger. Wow. Hmm. Seems to be coming from the spire itself. Is it like the other sort is there, but this one is layered on top of it, or is it altogether separate from what we... There's new magic layered on top of it. Oh. Hmm. Interesting. Well, do we want to try to enter the green spire, even though he's not here? Just... Go in there and check it out a little bit, you know? Why don't we investigate the woods? Why don't we take a look around the area outside the spire? But somebody inside the spire might tell us where 
like like nearby vistas. Yeah, do we know? Do we actually know anything about the spire itself? Like, do people live in here, or is it like a, a workplace? We knew some lore about it at one point. Yes, the green spire is inhabited by rather secretive wizards, basically. Mm -hmm. They are conjurers, Mm -hmm. so you know that they have something to do with summoning monsters. They had allied themselves with, I believe, Voronold. Yes, that was what I was thinking Ah, these guys. And so they were, like, loaning their power of summoning monsters to them. That's as much as you know, I believe. Well, they might be friendly monster-summoning wizards. Maybe they'll tell us where Mernie is. <laughs> he was hanging out in the Green Spire. Yeah. He was near the Green Spire. So I'll just tell them that I'm his apprentice, or ex-apprentice, and that we're looking for him. And he left me this note. But what if he doesn't want to be found by anybody but us? Well, then they won't know where he is, but... I mean, we've traveled all this way. We might as well check out the Green Spire, right? Well, yeah, I would assume that we would go in anyway, but I just don't know if we should be all willy-nilly with, Hey, Mernie! Where's Mernie? You see Mernie? Hmm. Right, right, right. Okay, let's go in. We can seal the note. We're just tourists. We get out our uh, cameras. Mm-hmm. And our fanny packs. All right. I want to sweep the surrounding area first and see if we can find anything. Just... All right. You lead the way, Shaba. Okay. See if there are other paths to other communities or structures. Why do I always roll poorly on my survival checks? Why? <laughs> Why can I not roll a decent survival check to save my life? My survival check is a nine. Your bonus is a nine? No, no, no. Good night. My entire total is a nine. My, yeah, my, my I rolled a nine, and that's my total. Okay, well, I got a nine as well. Seven. <laughs> Man. Okay, so you all look around the area, and you don't find anything particular? Okay, let's go in. <laughs> Uh, I will go ahead and knock with a knocker. The knocker itself is fashioned in the form of a lion's head with the ring held in its mouth. Mm. It looks rather intimidating. And it bites off your fingers when you go to... <laughs> it's also well over your head, but you can you know jump up and kind of push it up and <laughs> it gently lands down. <laughs> I lift Aslo up to do the knocker. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah, no problem, <laughs> boss. I'm trying to, I'm trying to butter him up, too. So you give it a few good solid knocks A minute passes and then the lion's head begins to move Mm. It shifts and its gaze turns down towards you And then it speaks Who are you and what business do you have with the green spire? The ring falls out of its mouth Oh, oh, here you go, sir I think you dropped this, (laughs) Mr. Lion It's holding it in there somehow (laughs) Not like the labyrinth (laughs) <laughs> the name's Aslo Tendertoe, at your service. We are here to see the insides of the green spire for ourselves. And what benefit does this serve for us? Um, Shaba's really good with handicraft and woodworking. Be gone! Oh. <laughs> we need no visitors. We accept none. Away with ye. We could teach you some new spells, probably. We all know some spells. <laughs> here you guys are into magic around here. Tokus pipes up and says, uh, we have some samples of a sentient ooze. You guys know things about monsters. Would you be interested? It was this blood ooze that, uh, we think some sort of nefarious cult has been trying to kill us with. And Tokus just opens up his trench coat and he just has, like, all the sample vials <laughs> labeled from all the various different <laughs> monsters that yeah. he's taken them from. It's like I'm the Pokemon master of vials. Right. Yeah. <laughs> They're trying to take over the world. You guys might want to stop them. 
I make a persuasion check with my session inspiration. Nope, please don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just don't think it's going to work. And Thane's rolling dice. It's just scary. We have little interest in created creatures. It's all summoned around here. Hmm. Then it sounds like you already know of the evildoers I speak of. I'm not surprised. I've heard much about you wizards in your greenhouse. Maybe you'd be impressed by this. And I wave my hands like a magical spell. And then I slowly reach around and grab Stripey out of my pack and pull him out and go, Wah! What? Kazam! <laughs> That's my summon badger spell. Bet you've never <laughs> seen that one before. All right, have we been talking to the lion head for a minute yet? Aslo, do something! <laughs> <laughs> Quit wasting my time. Leave me be. But you're just a door knocker. I do not wish to speak with those of your ilk. Oh, but all you do is just hang around all day. Surely you would be interested in some conversation. I am not the lion, you fools. <laughs> and then the lion's face just reverts straight back to the way that it was and stops moving. No, no. Uh, All this way coming to the green spire for nothing. <laughs> man. Oh, man. It's not true. We didn't get nothing. We got uh, a crumpled piece of paper out of a tree. That's true. <laughs> Well, it wasn't crumpled before you picked it up. <laughs> well, it's, it's hard for me not to not crumple things with my gauntlets. <laughs> if we did this bad here, good luck getting into the Towers of Arcanomica. That's all I can say. Oh, true. Mm. Well, I guess we got to find the general. I mean, the... The guardhouse. Yeah, the guardhouse. I don't want to tell you the answer, but... No, we don't want you to tell us the answer. Try to think what might there be that you and Mernie would have in common... That involves a general store and a guardhouse that you two, two would know, but others around here wouldn't. Oh, I know what it is, Tokus. Think, think, think. Think, think, Tokus. <laughs> Tokus, think. Think. Think harder, though. <laughs> Keep thinking. Think harder. Your town, your village, Tokus. What about it? Do you know the location, the layout of your village? So overlay the layout of your village onto where we are now, with the Green Spire being the general store. And go take us in the direction of the guardhouse. Oh, and so Tokus gets a stick and I start sketching out my hometown. Yes. See, here was the playground where I'd mm. always fall off the monkey bars. And, and there was my elementary <laughs> school where I, where I grew up and I liked crayons. And, and like Tokus like, gives you the 30-minute version of his hometown. <laughs> but then uh, but I, I clicks and, and I kind of overlay our understanding of the layout of uh, this very country with my hometown. You see the trigonometry floating above his head. <laughs> you go without understanding and try to find the guardhouse then? Sean nodded his head, by the way, for the listeners at home. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> Following your mental map of your hometown, you move off the path through trackless forest. After about 15 minutes, you come upon a small hut that you can smell before you can see. Mm, smells like Mernie's cooking something. <laughs> <laughs> Reminds you of your days in training back home. Conglomeration of alchemical ingredients and bizarre concoctions. The hut has log walls and bark shingles. It's built low to the ground with one end butted against a hill and a clay chimney, out of which pours a steady, thin stream of smoke. <gasps> Could it be, Tokus? Could this be it? Oh, uh, master. 
My, my other master, it's weird because I have two of them. <laughs> no man can serve two masters. Yes, yes, that's true. <laughs> well, no, no, no. So e- Ezric is my sensei, but Murney will always be Master Murney. Aren't they both your former masters at this point? <laughs> Don't bring that up when I'm hanging out with him, okay? He might have forgotten at this point. He is kind of old. That's true. <laughs> All old people have bad memory. It's just a fact. Yeah. Well, Tokus, what do you think? Is it time? I'm ready to go, and I'll introduce you guys. Okay. I might as well. You sure you're not having any regrets about this? Mm, no, I think I think this is a great idea. Yeah. He was kind of happy to see me, sort of, in the vision, maybe. Mm, I wasn't there, so don't know. He did tell me where he was, kind of. Yeah, so. yeah he must want you to come find him. There's only one way to find out, guys, and we enter, or I, I'll, I'll knock on the on the hut. I, kn- I knock his hut over accidentally with my 19 strength. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> so the door opens almost as soon as you knock, and you come face to familiar face with your old mentor. Bernie! Hey! So Bernie cranes his neck to look up at you, whose back is hunched with age, his hair long, white, and frazzled, his bulbous nose seeming to cover most of his face and supporting a pair of thick spectacles. He wears violet robes that are worn and tattered, and clearly too long for him. The hem is being held up by several thin cords attached to his belt. Just kind of hanging loosely there. And as soon as he opens the door before you can speak, he says, Tilkus, is that you, my boy? It's been ages! It is me! (laughs) I'm glad you understood my message. You always did have a knack for maps. Come inside, come in. Well, actually, I, I didn't make the connection. It was Shaba that helped me to realize what the note was about. <laughs> I really did have a hard time getting your riddles all the, those years. Uh, oh, oh. He turns as if he's seeing you just for the first time. He says, I, I didn't expect you to have friends. I, I mean, I, I didn't expect you to be bringing additional company. <laughs> I, I think it's weird too, Master. I've never really had friends quite like these. I've never really had friends. <laughs> well, the more the something or other. Uh, you're welcome as well, friends of Tokus. Uh, Murney Flugtwerp, at your service. Uh. He seems to be trying to bow, but with his back so hunched to begin with, it's hard to tell. Oh, many thanks. He just kind of like bobs. I had no idea your last name was so unbefitting of your first. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hello, Mernie. It's a pleasure to meet you. We have heard quite a great deal about you. Too much, one might say. So much. Many stories I've told them and shared with them, Master. (laughs) We know all about you. We know everything there is to know. We're practically your best friends at this point. In fact, we're frankly quite sick of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we know you like the back of our hands. I, by the way, am Shaba, of course. You, you've probably heard of me, too, because I'm sure Tokus mentioned us in the vision that he had when he met with you. Oh, I, I couldn't actually hear anything that he was saying. I just had this sense that somehow it was him there. Oh, okay. Well, then let me provide a couple of bullet points. Here's a Cliff Notes version. Uh, <laughs> born of Dragon Thunder, son of Pachaka, last of the Davide clan, exile of the tribe of Rakshan. Some call me Windbrother, the Shadow Wanders of Glade. Others call me Hammerstone, Breaker of the Mountain, Defender and Friend of Creatures Great and Small. Still others call me Wielder of the Lightning of the Ram Lord. And also, I bid you well, Metten. Pray the shoulder of the Ram Lord be always at your back. <laughs> Shaba, you know that he doesn't believe in Kavaki, just like I don't. Well, Wind Brother, welcome, and feel free to take a seat somewhere if you can fit. Mm, thank you, thank you. 
So, Shaba, the bullet list of your uh, introduction is basically just your introduction? <laughs> uh, more or less. <laughs> okay. More, more I just wanted to make sure I was clear on that. With awkward pauses that make it hard for you to deliver it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, All right, then I guess we enter. Yeah, Mernie steps back and motions in toward a short three-legged stool by the wall that seems to be the only place to sit down in the whole hut. The hut is stuffed with alchemical accoutrements of all kinds, as well as a small library worth of books scattered around, some lying open or with a scrap of whatever was at hand shoved in between the pages to mark a spot. As you make yourselves as comfortable as you can in his bizarre laboratory slash house, bedroom, kitchen, and all of the above, mm-hmm. he turns back to Tokus and says, Now... I knew you were trying to contact me, but I get the impression you're not just here for some chit-chat. Why don't you tell Murney what's wrong? Yeah, yeah, I'll tell you what's wrong. The whole world is wrong. It's falling apart. There's an evil cult, and they're inside my head, and the crystal into my chest, and, and, I, and I start to tell Murney all these different tales about our adventures and the and the cult and, and various attempts to kill Stripey, but I'm unsuccessful. <laughs> Finding us a Hwagen wife and... So, you need help to kill this badger, do you? <laughs> no, no, he's not the real villain. We'll, we'll handle him later. Listen, it's really important that we start with this guy who goes by the name of... Don't say it. <gasps> no. No, it's, it's, it's Sherikoth. Sherikoth, Sherikoth, You familiar with this name, Master? Also, is it weird that I call you Master because I also call Ezric Master? Maybe I'll come up with something else. Tokus, he doesn't know who Ezric is. You don't have to even mention him. Oh, yeah. I shouldn't do that. I don't want him to feel cheated on. <laughs> Sherikath. That name seems familiar. It is one that I have heard whispered in dark places for many years. All I know is that he holds great dark power. Well, apparently his power has grown far beyond what we could have imagined, because now he wields the throne of the Emperor of Altoria. The lost throne of Altoria? It's been found? His eyes light up with joy momentarily before he snaps back to, That is not good that it is in his hands. If only... If only I had it. Uh, I mean... <laughs> do you know what he's doing with this throne? Uh, plans? Uh, well, maybe peering into my dreams. I need some help. I've been visited by a spirit of sorts. A cloaked, cult-like looking with tentacle shadow <laughs> hands and arms. <laughs> uh, we know that he is searching for the other relics of the Emperor, and he's invading Tokus's dreams, and it's super creepy, we'd really like to put a stop to it. But everyone we go to for help has denied or made little of it or... Or laughed in our faces. Laughed in our faces or told us to get out and shut up and we can't seem to do anything and we really feel frustrated about it and so we came all the way up here to get your help because we were hoping that you could do something. Well, I'm not sure... Don't say that, Mernie. (laughs) You're our only hope. You're our Obi-Wan, Mernie. If it's not you, then it's no one. No, no, this is powerful magic we're up against, and while I am quite a competent wizard myself, I can't guarantee that what I can do will be enough to stop his incursions into your mind. But, Mernie, we have the green spire at our backs. We have the full power of the most powerful wizards in the known world. 
Surely, with your alliance with the Green Spire, all of us can work together to defeat this great evil. Fortunately, I have made some friends inside the Green Spire, but they are very secretive. They are slow to help outsiders. I've been here for the better part of the last year, and we're only just recently getting onto somewhat friendly terms. Hmm. Now, I'll do what I can to try to alleviate these dreams. It may take some time for me to concoct something that will help. You said they were looking for the Emperor's relics? Mm-hmm. Yes. Indeed. Perhaps, in fact, we should just unload everything we know about the cult so far, and then you can fill in any blanks. Yeah, I, I, we, we trust Mernie. Let's tell him everything. Shaba takes a f- small file cabinet out of his pack and <laughs> opens the bottom drawer and pulls out a thick folder, a manila folder full of reference documents and uh, handwritten notes that we've compiled over the many months that we've been on this adventure. And I hand it to Murdy and I say, read this. I say, Shaba, that won't be necessary. And I touch my two fingers to his temples, and I just <laughs> upload all the information straight into his brain. <laughs> and you, you, uh, dr- what's that <laughs> thing that Gelflings can do? The, the yeah, yeah, it's like the, and from the Dark Crystal, the Gelflings can uh, like, dr- yeah. dream, dream share, or dream, dream sharing, or something. yeah. Yeah, I've, there's a name for it, though. I still haven't seen that movie. Oh, the show is awesome. Oh, it's called Dream Fasting. Yeah, there so you go. can dream fast with him. And show him all your everything that you've seen and known. You can share it with him in a moment's time. Well, shouldn't I dream fast because I'm the one that had the creepy dream? Well, Tokus, if you've seen the show The Dark Crystal available on Netflix, you would know that <laughs> dream fasting happens in a on a group basis, so everybody can join hands and we can all share the same knowledge. Yeah, but it's only Gelflings that can do it. So butt out, okay? <laughs> only real Gelflings can do it. Wait, you guys are Gelflings? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. you didn't know, but we are. Asla rips off a mask. I've been a Gelfling this whole time. <laughs> so basically you just explain everything that you can about your encounters with the cult, everything you've researched. The crystals, all that stuff. The fact that there's a horde of orcs heading for our beloved city. Yeah. That we've grown accustomed to and love now. All the people, all the power groups that we've approached uh, with news of the cult who have essentially downplayed it and done nothing. Yeah. Even, and, and I hate to say it, the king. No, no, even worse than that, Tokus is like what he's a fanboy of. Even the Sapphire Saber kind of downplayed us giving them this news. Mm-hmm. I have, as a matter of fact, been doing some research on the cult myself since they attacked. Really? Really? Well, I couldn't just let them kill everyone that I held dear and get away with it. I had to do something. I wanted my revenge as well. Uh, Unfortunately, I'm far too old for proper adventuring, so I'll have to leave my revenge up to you, Tokus. Well, I was already interested in it, so you can count on me. You're referring to when the cult attacked your hometown. Is that right? The Rathgon Hills. That one. Of course. Of course. Okay. Listen, Murney, we're going to need a lot of help, considering that none of these other power players are helping us defeat this enormous organization of powerful evil people. And you will have all the help that I can give you. Well, I need you to give me your ability to cast all the different spells that you've learned. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just absorb your mind into mine. I cannot teach you everything overnight. We'll do fusion. We'll become one thing and we'll become Mokus. <laughs> do the fusion dance. I will gladly spend some time teaching you what I can. 
But we cannot linger too long, for the cult is clearly moving. Well, thank goodness. That's refreshing, Mooney. You're the first person who has expressed any urgency whatsoever with dealing with the cult. <laughs> Perhaps Aslo and I and Stripey could also train. Yeah, and I and I put my hand over Aslo's shoulder and I say, Mooney, he's a better spellcaster than me. Teach him what you can. Oh, I always wanted a true apprentice. I mean, um, <laughs> I will teach you all as much as I can. Excellent. Can you teach me about how to shoot a bow more better? Uh, I'm afraid not. Never mind, I'll just train myself. I'll just do lots of push-ups like Tokus does. Now, before we get to training, we must come up with a plan. Mm. Yes, we must. Train a lot. <laughs> I go over to his kitchen table and just slide both hands across it and just dump everything <laughs> on the floor. It's full of probably hundreds of gold worth of expensive <laughs> equipment and reagents. And then I pull a large scroll of blank parchment out of my pack and unfurl it across the table. I don't think he would let you get anywhere close to doing that if he has anything to say about it. <laughs> no, that's just a dramatic way of saying I find a little space on the table and pull out a piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know they want the relics, so why don't we beat them in the relic treasure hunt? Why don't we get to the relics first? Well, the ones that are still out there. All we need is one, right? If we can find one relic, we disrupt their plan because they need all of them. But he's going to grow in power with each relic that he finds, Shaba. But the circle cannot be completed unless the full set of relics is made available, right? At least according to their plan, to bring back the Emperor, mm -hmm. they need all of them. If we can find one and bury it in the deepest, deepest, dark, dark, deep, dark pit. <laughs> or we throw it in a volcano. Yeah. No, yeah, we can't just bury it. They'll just come by and dig it up again. Yeah, we need to destroy it. We must destroy it, Mernie. Also, we need to stop this link between me and Sharagoth. Sharagoth, Otherwise, everything that we do, they'll, like, maybe he'll, like, maybe he's, maybe he's here right now. Maybe he's listening to this whole conversation and I'm ruining our plans. Yeah, Tokus, leave the room. Go put on a blindfold and plug your ears. <laughs> Let's, before we go any further, <laughs> Mernie, maybe we should wait until you've broken the bond, the, the link, or whatever we think this is. Yes, we should devise a plan after that. This forest is strongly warded, but then again, you are able to see me here, so I suppose it is not entirely out of the question. Mm -hmm. Well, Rothtar the Blessed is a pretty powerful priest, so maybe his power was able to somewhat supersede that of this place. Very well. I will attempt to make something that will solve this problem first, and then we can discuss plans. But in the meantime, we can train, right? Well, I think the first step is really to strap you down to a gurney, Tokus, and <laughs> extract the essence of the crystal from your chest. One might say a Murney gurney. <laughs> <laughs> One of Murney's many gurneys that he has laying around. We've got so many episode titles this, uh, this evening. <laughs> I know, right? We're just full of them. Uh, well, over the next couple of days, he is doing whatever he can to teach you his magic, things that you might be able to use. He lets Shaba out back to practice his archery with some targets that he can set up for you. Oh, are they like magical targets? And they're like, zoom, zoom. Yeah, they like fly around. Yeah, sure. He has moving targets. Nice. And then Stripey and I practice our like combat synchronization. And you know how like when you they, uh, they train police dogs, they wear those big things on their arms and like have the dogs go and like like attack them? <laughs> we do that, except like with, I make like these straw dummies. 
in the back like little scarecrow guys <laughs> and have Stripey just run up and tackle them and, <laughs> and rip out their throats. I was picturing Stripey running and fetching your arrows for you. <laughs> oh, yeah, that too. I also imagine you, like, mastering your lightning shot, right? You're, like, lining up the targets and, like, hitting multiple. Mm. Yeah, right. And put them all on the line and they just all burst into flame. It's awesome. Yeah. That's my montage. I don't know what you guys are doing. <laughs> well, I want to learn all of the things... Teach me everything you can teach me. Come on, Master. I, I know, I'm a better spellcaster now than when I was your apprentice before. Don't just cast me off and spend all your time training Aslo. Teach me, too. I will teach you whatever I can that is suited to your abilities. So level one spells, then. Come on. <laughs> teach me something more advanced. I want to learn just one second level spell. Just one. But, Tokus, you're not ready yet. No, I want to learn. The time will come. I'm ready now. I'm ready this time. But I've learned so much since then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> too old too old to begin the training. <laughs> I, I am 40, or 41, yeah. so maybe that's true. There might be something I can do for you. A couple of days into this training, he comes out with this disgusting-looking black goop in a bottle, and he presents it to Tokus. and says, here... Drink this. I think it will help in a few ways. Uh, so is this how we're going to teach me new magic, or is this for blocking the cult link? Or is it hair growth formula? Possibly both. <laughs> po wait, possibly both? Oh, we'll worry about that later. This should help you to better control the darkness within you. Uh, hmm. Oh. Harness its power for good, rather than using it as a link to evil. I mean, I thought you were just going to cut out the shadow influence in me, but this sounds really cool. All right, I'm in. <laughs> yes. I want to learn, uh, what do they say? With great power comes great responsibility, so... Let's get responsible, finally. <laughs> stop using my shadow powers on a tirade. That's a good catchphrase. <laughs> Let's get responsible. Yeah, and then you turn it over, and on the bottom there's a little label, and it says responsibility potion. <laughs> Toka sets up a 401k, starts <laughs> yeah, investing plan. in the stock market. <laughs> right. He saves for his future kids' college funds. <laughs> <laughs> well, bottoms up. So you down the murky liquid. <laughs> has a flavor that's sort of cross between swamp mud, rancid meat, and rotten eggs. Oh. Pour a little elf jelly in there to soften the flavor. <laughs> oh, thanks, Java. That's, that's so much better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm continually glad that that crystal didn't fly into my chest. Yeah. It's amazing how much you can get out of a natural one. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, 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 you couldn't have made it taste any worse, could you? <laughs> if you wanted, I'm sure I could have come up with something. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right, well, let's just get this over. Oh, do I start to feel a change immediately, or? <laughs> start growing tentacles out of your back. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> now you're good. <laughs> Was that supposed to happen? <laughs> I didn't read the side effects. <laughs> so you can feel your mind has calmed somewhat, and the constant nagging of Dark Tokus is a little bit quieter, it seems. Mm. Oh, this is what that feels like. You feel more like your old self. Guys, I I don't hear the voices so much anymore. Wow. You mean you don't want to murder Stripey and I in our sleep? 
Well, I don't want to murder you, Shaba. <laughs> no, but, but you, you thought about murdering me just a few days ago. What? <laughs> I did? I don't remember that. I don't remember that. <laughs> wow, the Dark Togus really is diminished. That's quite refreshing. I almost feel like there could be some kindness now in my heart. Eh, probably not. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to date. Let's work on that hair growth potion. I'm ready, I'm ready to get back out there into the, into the dating mm. world. Now that I'm all fixed. <laughs> fixed up. Well, with your newly gained control over your dark powers, he teaches you new ways to harness them and new spells to go along with it. Ooh. Sweet. Also, with your darkness suppressed, he says it's about time that we finally discussed our plans. We need to settle on things. We do. It's time. Well, wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Master, surely you didn't spend all the time on me. I know I was being selfish and all, but you do spend some time with Aslo. He really is a really capable spellcaster and all, you know? I mean, he's pretty... He's pretty good at that stuff. Yeah, we were training together. His techniques are quite different from mine, but there are some fundamentals that I suppose could be shared. And I have been doing my best to train all of you. So you don't want to tell me what you're learning, do you, Aslo? You want to keep it a secret, close to the chest, as per usual. As per usual. Well, I can't wait to see it when you're ready to show me. All in due time. And let's just go ahead and do it with this training montage. You have all finally reached level six. Hooray! We did it! Yeah! Yeah! We never never thought that we'd make it. Never thought we'd make it. All the way to level six. Certainly didn't think we would survive that long. Yeah. Yeah. I thought we were going to get squashed by the giants, for sure. Man. Yeah. Whew. Got a whole new outlook on life. I wasn't worried about the Griffiths until Shaba shot it and... Woke them back up, Griffiths. but you know Griffiths, the the Griffins, the, the Andy uh, Griffith show, yeah, the Griffins, the, the Manticores, <laughs> those things, yeah, the Griffins, yeah, yeah, that thing. <laughs> you know, insert name of mythological flying beast here. Mythological beast that's a amalgamation of several real world beasts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, time to get wow. down to business. Man, it feels good to be a gangster. <laughs> <laughs> I feel. So much more powerful. Suddenly. Now, from what you have told me concerning the cult's activities, and what I've gathered with my own research, it seems as though they are on the right track. I think I have learned myself where the true location of the crown is. Mm? The crown is said to have brought the old emperor's power and authority, the ability to rule with peace and order, and... Think, what is the one place in all this land that until just recently has been free from wars and chaos these many years? Oh no. Guys, I think we were right that one time that we thought that we knew where the crown was also. Really? Yeah. It's Castle Ormog, the king. Yes! Of Ormog. I knew it! Well, I don't think the king himself has such a powerful artifact. No, 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 but it must be hidden somewhere in the castle. I don't think the king is in possession of it, but it must be there. Wait, wait, wait. So maybe maybe the current king isn't using it, but maybe the foundation that laid that kingdom was built on kings that did use the influence of the crown. It could be, but I also think that literally the crown is located somewhere in the castle's foundation. Hmm. I believe you're on the right track here. If the cult is looking for a clue in Waspel, then they're already close enough that they will probably find the last clue to point them to straight where the crown actually is. I don't believe it to be within the castle, but rather 
within the underworld directly beneath the very city you call home. <gasps> Tokus. Tokus, Dude. that place where you thought there were all the demons, that's where the crown is! Oh my god! The Underdark! Well, we only have to kill hundreds of demons to get to the crown. <laughs> Let's go! Hooray! <laughs> and we leave immediately. We don't know that there's any demons at all down there. And then, like, we cut to, like, a demon-slaying montage of us slaying <laughs> demons in the <laughs> depths. And we pick up the crown. Just, like, Hooray, slashing we off limbs and decapitating people. And like we take the horns off of one demon and then stick them into the eyeballs of another demon, <laughs> and then put them on our own heads so we have horns. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Man, this just got brutal. Demon slayers will be demon slayers. That whole demon theme was just one hundred percent conjecture. Yeah, I thought we. I heard like voices and stuff. You heard growls and things like that. Yeah, scratching noises. You heard weeping and gnashing of teeth, which generally occurs <laughs> in the underdark. Yeah. <laughs> So it's been right underneath us the whole time. Right under our feet. Well, past the sewers. But right under that. Yeah. At least that is what I believe. That is founded on good research. I take Murney by the shoulders, I say, Murney, we trust you. We trust you implicitly. You are the man who made Tokus what he is today. Well, if you trusted me implicitly, then you wouldn't need to say it. <laughs> I we trust you explicitly. <laughs> we trust you overtly, Manny, and out loud, because without you, our friend Tokus would be a shell of him, his actual self. And I believe that I can trust you as long as I can trust Tokus, and he trusts you. Well. If Tokus trusts us, and we trust you, and you trust Tokus, and Tokus also trusts you, then I think we have a circle, or at least a square of trust. <laughs> Maybe a pentagon of trust, if you include Stripey. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> like, you forgot me, Shava. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Stripey is doing his uh, crime lord stuff off to the side. <laughs> yeah, he's out in the animal. woods. He's like, dang, this magical forest is ripe for the crime world. Maybe that's how the cult's been following us, that Stripey's been selling information. Uh, there you go. He's been selling us out the whole time. <laughs> I shouldn't give Thane ideas. That would be a really good twist. <laughs> now, I unfortunately can't point you any closer than the underworld beneath the city. And the underworld is a vast place. All I can say is that it should be close to the capital. That's quite all right, because as it happens, we've discovered an entrance to said underworld. That will assist greatly. I didn't know where one might be. Well, we can show you if you want to come back to Nanept with us. <laughs> and help us do that journey. And come on our adventures. <laughs> I'm afraid my old legs are in no shape to be going on journeys like that. I'll carry you, Murney. I'll carry you across the mountains. Tokus will invent a wheelchair for you. <laughs> uh, my my lungs can't handle the uh, change in pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I'll breathe for you, Murney. <laughs> we just need you to cast some fireballs for us, Murney. That's all. Tokus will invent an iron lung. My my glasses are only for seeing close up. I can't see anything up in this. <laughs> we'll be your eyes and ears, Murney. We'll fight for you. You have literally no excuse for not going with us. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing you say could possibly dissuade us from taking you back home with us. Even against your will. And we try to, like, pick him up and take him with us, and he just... 
poops. <laughs> I slap manacles on him and chain himself uh, to me. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> uh, no. we, we understand, Renny. We know. We wouldn't, yeah. you, we wouldn't expect you to come all that way with us. You're far too old and frail. <laughs> In the best possible way. <laughs> but you can help us here, Master, can't you, as you research in the Green Spire? Yes, I will continue my research, and feel free to come back any time if you have questions. I'll tell you what I have learned. Murney, I'm going to come back an even better spellcaster that you can teach more of your awesome spells to. I promise. <laughs> I promise. I'll come back to you. Just as soon as Eldritch Knights get level two spells. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right around the corner. <laughs> Actually, can you just do a twofer? Can you just level us up again right now? Yeah, that would be great. That would, that would be awesome. <laughs> Dan Marnie's like, I, I've taught you all I can, Tokus. You must do the rest on your own. <laughs> do you by any chance have any way of communicating to us so that as you do your research, you can keep us abreast of what you find out? Almost like a news feed. Yeah. Do you have Twitter? Just keeping us updated. <laughs> updated yeah. As a matter of fact, now that you mention it. I have a, a flock of birds I can send with messages. <laughs> I call, It's a new system I've devised called Twitter. <laughs> Give me a moment. He goes back to his piles of stuff. I'm an active user on TikTok. He, he's like, I uploaded this to my TikTok just the other day, and it's like some lip sync video of him like dancing. <laughs> <laughs> He starts pulling things out and pushing objects to the side, various books and boots and cloaks and all sorts of objects just fall down to the ground as he's moving this pile. And finally, he pulls out this rather ordinary looking large leather satchel with a shoulder strap and flap over the opening. And then he says a word and pulls the satchel apart and there are two of them. And he says, here, take this one. Whoa. What? And he hands you one. That was a cool trick. Yeah, why can't you do that, Tokus? I, you didn't teach me that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is the magic of the satchel. Oh. Ah. It's a satchel of copy satchel. <laughs> it's a dimensional satchel. Using this, we will be able to store items within in an extra-dimensional space and then Ooh. transfer them from one to the other at will. <gasps> Whoa. Wow. What kind of snacks do you like, Mernie? <laughs> There's a lot of snacks in the neft. We can send you a bunch. Yeah, have you had their corn dogs? They're really good. Yeah, they haven't stopped making Twinkies there. So if you're into that, <laughs> maybe some uh, some roasted newt would be good. I always liked that. Mm. Mm. That's a favorite down in the neft way. We can uh, we can arrange that. I have a write up for how it works, and he can describe it to you. I mean, Mernie, what if I get lonely and I, I want to see you? Can I put myself in the satchel and come, <laughs> and come say hi? Just put your arm through and give him a hug <laughs> and take it back. No, unfortunately, it doesn't work for things that are alive. Mm. Oh, I would not want to put my arm through the satchel, Shava. Yeah. <laughs> what if we put Stripey in there? He's not really alive. He's not really living, <laughs> you know? He's not really living the true life. He just pulls off a mask, and he's just been an undead badger the whole time. He's just a skeleton. I knew it. That's why I never liked him from the start. <laughs> That would be frightening. I hate the undead. <laughs> That's Tokus's favorite enemy is zombies. What do we say we call this? Myrny's Sending Satchel. Yeah. And I think of all of us, 
Tokus should should have it. Mm-hmm. He should write it on his character sheet. Yeah, sure. you should write that on your definitely. Well, actually, as it so happens, you can all have it. Oh. It can split as many times as we need and rejoin whenever we need. What? Whoa. Dude. All right. I give Stripey his own satchel. Wow. Stripey's, like, putting, like, bones and various things that he wants to keep <laughs> in extra-dimensional space. So do you choose where to send your item to which other satchel when you place it in? Well, actually, it sends it directly to the extra-dimensional space, and then I can recall it from there. Okay. If you'll see, it has five different functions. So basically, once per day, you can split one of the satchels to another one. Murney's holding on to the original satchel, so he, at any point, can command all of the copies to disappear. Hmm. Whoa. Then the other commands are transfer whatever's inside the satchel to the extra-dimensional space, or all objects that are in the extra-dimensional space to your satchel, or one specific item. So if you know something that's in there, then you can call for that one specific thing to come out. Or you can just say, I want everything that's in there and dump it out. Hmm. Okay. Is it just me or have we just basically unlocked an endless bag or whatever they're called? No, no, no. There's a limit. It says 125 cubic feet or 500 pounds. Oh, hmm. that's still a lot. So five by five yeah, by yeah, five. True. But this satchel will help us travel to Marengar if we take the teleportation circle. Yes. Oh, thank <laughs> goodness. True. Oh, I was so worried because I blew all my money. I blew all of our money. Well, you guys didn't help me all that much. I blew all of my money on the armor. We can throw all of our belongings in there, strip down naked, and take the teleportation circle. <laughs> take the teleportation circle. For next to nothing. Yep. I hear that's a big thing over in Marengar. A lot of nude beaches. <laughs> <laughs> what were you trying to say, Thane? Now, you have to be careful with these satchels. Don't let them fall into the wrong hands. They could easily take whatever is inside for themselves if you do. Ooh. Mm. So we'll just have to make a habit of not storing things in there for too long. Like, if one of us puts something in there, how are you going to know that it's in there and vice versa to pull it out? I'll just make it a habit to check every day. Mm. Oh, okay. We'll send you letters. We'll write to you every day, Ernie. <laughs> Ernie, don't forget to check the satchel today. <laughs> but he has to check the satchel to know that the... the <laughs> and also, don't make more copies than you can handle, because I'm the only one that can recall them. And I can only recall them all at once. Hmm. So we, why don't we just keep the copies we have and just not make any more copies? Yeah, let's not yeah. make any more. Unless it makes sense, and it's someone we really, really, really trust. Like, such as, I can think of one person that would be really, really cool for us to give them a satchel. A Shaba? Yeah. Olaf. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. <laughs> Definitely Nibrin. No. <laughs> Rothtar the Blessed? Keep going. Gul'dan? Closer. <laughs> Keep going. Felmendar? No. Felmendar? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, what if we had our own personal discounted shopkeep that you're friends with? Hmm, Captain Clapton? And we could put <laughs> money in the satchel, and he could put supplies in the other end of the satchel. Oh. 
How could you forget about Almar? No, I'm not, I know. I've known it was Almar this whole time. I was just trolling you. <laughs> oh, for like two minutes? <laughs> yeah. That's a pretty long troll. Mm-hmm. Good job. Thanks. <laughs> Here, let me give you this this two-minute-long troll medal. Yeah. Trolling medal. <laughs> Thanks. You've, you've unlocked a new achievement. <laughs> oh, what if D&D had achievements? Then the world would be a worse place. It does. They're called level-ups. No, no, I mean like an achievement system of, like, you do this thing. Yeah, they're called inspirations. Oh, man. And the world is a worse place. That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, um, it would be good to have to let Alma have one, I guess. Or what about the Sapphire Saber Elite, like the ones that we can actually trust? Murney, mm. as you're discussing this, he says, "Are you certain that they will be able to protect it? Someone might be able to rob them of whatever mm. you give them." Yeah, I don't think we should start giving copies of the Sashalot. I think it should just be us. I agree. But what if we gave one to Blackblade? Then we could correspond with Blackblade wherever <laughs> we are. <laughs> we could send her black roses and love notes. She's trustworthy. Well, this is a great boon to us. Thank you, Marnie. It is. It will come in yeah. quite handy. I'm glad you asked for some way to communicate. I wouldn't have thought of that on my own. Mm. That's actually a really good thing that that happened. <laughs> <laughs> now, back to dealing with the relics. They're also looking for the scepter, you said, in the desert. Yep, they're combing the desert. Yes. Mm. Now, obviously, the the Ilthradian desert is an excellent starting point, but the area is so massive that it would be impossible to find anything if that's your only clue. I would guess that it is somewhere close to the center, but as the desert can take weeks to cross, that too is of little help. I plan to continue my investigations, but I fear the Altorians are likely far ahead of my progress in this matter. We may have to resign ourselves to the fact that they will find the scepter before us. Hmm. So we'll have to concentrate hmm. on the crown, then. That might be best. Murney, what's the end game here? Sure, let's say we gather up one or even two of the relics, but what then? They'll be really powerful because they'll have, you know, three or more, and we'll have two... Are, are we going to have this epic showdown against Sherikoth? His Shirakoth. powerful relics versus ours? Like, is that your plan? So many people will die. Will die. Is that a risk you're willing to take? Some of you may die. That is a sacrifice I am willing to make. <laughs> but it won't be me because I'll be here safe in my little hut. Right. Just sending you orders and... I see no alternatives, Turkus. Do you? Well, maybe once we start getting some of these mythical, magical relics of past, people will start to believe us. Uh, yes, I see it. If you had the crown, you could lead the nations, call them to your aid, and lead the armies against the cult. You really think the crown would let us do that? Well, if Aslo was wearing it because he's already got a high charisma value, but yes. <laughs> Only if you can call upon its true powers, and unfortunately these artifacts do not grant their powers lightly. Mm-hmm. But perhaps you could still make some use of it to that end. Perhaps we should give these artifacts to people we trust, and not necessarily both to the same person, but what if we were to give one to the king, for example, and then one to someone else? Are you talking about the artifacts or the satchel? The artifacts, in order to spread them out, to put them in secure places. The king is probably the most secure person, um, and is probably trustworthy. And then if we could put the scepter somewhere else, with someone who could uh, protect it. Myrny's a powerful wizard. Myrny could have the scepter. I have power, but my powers are not... What they used to be? <laughs> oh, I am still quite strong, but my powers are not geared towards combat. 
If one were to attack me, I might not be able to defend myself. Hmm. Hmm. I don't think we can really trust another person with one of these relics, both to keep it safe and to not abuse its power. Hmm. Right, we want to be the ones who abuse its power. I mean, I didn't say that out loud. <laughs> I mean, keep it safe. <laughs> yeah, I think either we keep it safe and abuse its power, or we destroy it. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, yeah. I think that either we should wield it and try to defeat the cult with it, or we should try to destroy it, because if right. even one relic does not exist or is hidden away... They cannot complete their mission, the cult. Mm. Here's the other question. Can they be destroyed? My understanding is that generally destroying magic items is not possible without great magic. All the more true for artifacts. Yeah. Right. Greater. We need a greater power than the artifact that we're trying to destroy. Right. Hmm. Something else to think about, whether we destroy it or use it against the cult. If we can get our hands on the crown, similar to the throne, it's going to be a big boon to us as far as our war f- efforts are concerned, right? That's why the cult is growing in strength so quickly is because he got his hands on the wisdom throne. Mm-hmm. If we get our hands on the charisma crown, <laughs> sorry, I shouldn't, I shouldn't give them short, <laughs> shorthand like that, but that's, that's how Sean is thinking of these items, the, the wisdom throne, the charisma crown. But anyway, uh, I like that last one because it has alliteration kind of, but uh, we'll think of something better for the throne. The thoughtful, ooh, the thoughtful throne. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, Regardless, we should use the power of the crown on someone to rally a force to actually believe us to actually take on the cult with the force that's necessary. Yes. We need to unite the kingdoms. Mm. That's what we need to do. Oh, yeah. Mernie, Mm. you just said that. It's almost like I'm trying to steal your idea. (laughs) Almost. Yeah, we need to we need to unite the kingdoms under one banner to fight the orcs and defeat them Mm. so that the cult has no foothold anymore. Because the cult, yes, they are numerous, but they're not creating an army of their own number, right? They're using the orcs as their mm. their weapon, right? They're wielding the orcs because they can't field an army of such great power and strength. So if we can defeat the orcs, we can cripple them to a degree. At least not in public. Hmm. And not yet. But if we can defeat the orcs, then we can cripple their efforts, and then maybe even we take on the the cult members themselves if they do hold great prowess on the battlefield. Tokus is trying to wrap his mind around all this. So first, we fight off whatever horrible, horrific horrors are in the basement underneath the castle. Get the crown. (laughs) Get the crown. Check. Use the crown to clear Aslo's name and get Marengar behind us. Go find Shabbos tribe. Have an army of Goliaths with us to fight the cult. Yes. Uh, who else are we going to get? F- convince those snobby wizards of the Green Spire to help us. <laughs> Perhaps we even go to the Cloud Giants. Mm. We will search the lands and have everyone ally with us that we are successfully able to charm with the crown's abilities. Yes, for the most powerful armies in the lands. We'll gather yeah. them all under one banner. And even that might not be enough, because by the time we pull this off, definitely they're going to have most of the relics. And maybe the crown's the only one that we get, and it's literally going to be like one of those epic battles where it's like we have all the different like nations that we've managed to convince to help us and it's just the cult but they're so powerful there are only three relics that you know of yeah there's only three there's the crown the scepter and the throne oh but what about the dwarven uh, bracelet bracelet that's one that you were told it's a lesser relic is not quite at the same power level and some consider it part of the regalia others don't so they might be Mm. after it 
But so they don't care about it as much. So we got to beat them to the crown, right? And the scepter. It's crown, scepter, and throne. Those are the three big ones. Mm. If you work fast, we might even get some help chasing down the scepter. But we think we, it seems like the crown is the pivotal piece. That's where we start. We need the crown. We don't. We shouldn't worry about the scepter. Mernie says he doesn't think he can get to it before they do or locate it before they do. Yeah, that's going to be much harder to find. So we know where the crown is. That's what we need in order to wield the numbers required to defeat them. I just think that if we do decide to wield the crown, we should make a pact to make sure to use it for good, because otherwise, bad things will probably happen. Yeah, our track record's not great for that. <laughs> so it's it's gotta be Aslo, because it can't be Tokus. You're tainted. We could even make a pact with the king. He's got that wavy wand that, like, makes promises permanent or something. You could literally, like, make, like, a magical promise yeah. that I will not abuse the crown. Huh. Uh, yeah, if if he would be willing to give us his scepter in exchange for the crown. Well, no, he would make Aslo make the promise, and then we could maybe partner up with Castle Ormog. I'm just thinking of this in my head. Maybe that could work. So you're thinking the king wears the crown? No, I'm saying I think the king could make a pact with Aslo wielding the crown. Well, why, why not just give Aslo the crown? Do you think Aslo is so fallible? I think that Aslo is potentially fallible. Yes, he has killed a woman. I mean, I didn't say that out loud. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just saying, I'm just saying that whoever wields the crown should maybe make some sort of a magical pact that they won't abuse its power. Right. As a checks and balances sort of thing. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In other words, like, we, we agree to this promise if you agree to help us in the war efforts. Then again, whatever sort of magic you use to stop it, it has to be fighting against the magic of the crown. The crown itself. Yeah. Hmm. The crown is likely more powerful than what you would be able to throw at it. Well, worth a shot anyway. Worth consideration. <laughs> We're talking about the same scepter, right? I'm talking about the truth scepter, not the yeah, yeah. relic scepter. Not the relic scepter, mm. okay. the king's, King, Ormog, King yeah. Ormog's truth scepter but I can't think of another way that he would partner with us unless we can just use the crown to convince him straight up, this is bad, we need your help. Will you fight with us? I don't know, do it however you would do it, Asli. You're the most charismatic of us. You'll probably be most enhanced by the crown out of any of us, even Mernie. I would do my best. The AAA team's about to get a lot larger. <laughs> <laughs> 